Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Recorded live. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. You are listening to the fourth Wholesale Sourcing Experts podcast. I'm your host with the most, Charlene Anderson, and I have with me today a long-lost friend, someone who I did podcasts with for years, who I've missed talking to so much. We have a very special guest from the Thrifting for Profit Facebook group podcast, the Streamer Show, a whole bunch of stuff. Deborah Conrad's in the house. Hey, Deborah. <laughs> Hi, Charlie. Long lost friend, as if we never talked to each other. <laughs> no, but I miss doing Nobody this. knows it because we're not on the air anymore. <laughs> I know, but yeah, it's I miss I miss doing it with you. It's just so much fun, you know? It's it's yeah. so enjoyable. So thank you for agreeing to be on the show today. You bet. We're although, about- although now Charlene had to really twist my arm for this. <laughs> Yeah, and does anybody know why? It's not because I don't love to talk because anybody who's on the call right now knows that's not true. I love to talk. But what time but is it in the Pacific time zone right now? It's 9 o'clock and I am not. I work at night. I like to work so, on my stuff late, not early. He's like up at 2 or 3 and 4 in the morning working. And right. Then so, 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 they, I, I so really I had to actually, it. I had to actually go in and and set an alarm clock last night. And actually, when uh, Charlene and I were talking yesterday, it was like four o'clock in the afternoon here, and um, I was bemoaning the fact that I had to be up at you know crack of dawn to me. <laughs> and she says, "You better go to bed now. It's four o'clock in the afternoon. It's like, like I'll be afternoon. up at midnight." <laughs> so it is. I do find it interesting. Um, people's working hours, I'm definitely, once it gets dark, my brain shuts off. It doesn't function really, really well. And I don't say that I'm a morning person, but I'm far better in the morning than I am after dark, you know, which is why in the wintertime I don't have a lot of hours to work because it's dark so much. (laughs) I don't know why it is that. Maybe because I lived for so long in a place where it was 12 hours daylight, 12 hours sunshine you know, yeah. 12 months of the year, when you live near the equator, um, it doesn't change all that much. So you kind of got, got in that pattern. And, um, yeah, you know, you were just waking up when we were at the, the Phoenix event where we both spoke, and you were just waking up, and I was going to bed. <laughs> I know. All right, my so. brain does not click on um, – so if I stumble a lot today, it's because my brain does not click to the on button for a little bit longer. <laughs> Yeah, I usually so the, start thinking about ten in the morning, maybe. So, uh, and uh, I can be up and and kind of you know doing stuff, reading emails or you know whatever. But it doesn't, you know, I don't answer. There, there's my, there's kind of uh, 
I try not to answer anybody on Facebook or email or anything until, you know, after that clock goes past the 10 o'clock because I don't sound so brilliant. I sound a lot more brilliant after 10. <laughs> Later in the day. <laughs> yep. Oh, that's funny. And you live in a state that does weird things with daylight savings time, so it's sometimes hard yeah. to figure so out what I always have you're to on ask to. People, yeah, like yesterday I asked Charlene, okay, so what time is it for me? Because yeah, we don't, don't change. Know, De- and yeah, Deborah lives in Arizona. Else does. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, actually, there's some places in Indiana that don't change, and Hawaii doesn't change. Because why? They get 12 hours of sunshine a day, no matter what. So, so they don't change yeah. either. So, like, um, now that we've sprung forward here, it's four hours difference to Hawaii, whereas in the winter it's only three hours. They're three hours earlier. Um, so I was having some okay. fun talking with my um, the stock guy that I have here in town, and I was telling him that I had a friend who was a, a stockbroker who lived in Hawaii, and he had to be at work at, like, at 3 a.m. because the market in New York, that was 9 o'clock New York time. So he had to be raring and ready to go at 3 a.m. So talk about a weird uh, work schedule, taking yeah. advantage of that kind of stuff. So anyway, I have a couple little things to share before we get going talking about bundles because that's like our favorite stuff to talk about. Is I did a crazy thing a couple of weeks ago, and I signed up for the Etsy initial public offering of their stock. I've never done oh. anything like this before. I have a few stocks um, that I've picked up along the way. My two most favorite things I've ever bought is I bought Apple Computer when it was $16 a share. You and crazy girl. You crazy know, girl. That, Did everybody think you were crazy back yeah, then? Yeah. <laughs> everybody thought I was nuts. And last I looked yesterday was at 124 and that was after it split. So it would be like it was like at 600 at one point and I can't remember how many shares you got for one like Four to one or five to one or whatever. So that one, oh, Lululemon. Wendy, or Lululemon. Wendy said, "Did you see that?" Wendy said um, she did the e- eBay IPO. Oh, you, Wendy. Oh, and wow. how did that work out? How did that work out with Web Wendy? That's <laughs> Wendy Siegel. So just yeah, Wendy. Um, okay, this week. <laughs> yeah. Also, Elizabeth bought some Etsy. Oh my gosh, this is so funny. So. So I, the process is weird. You apply to be eligible to buy in this initial public offering. And so, you know, you fill out these forms and stuff, and then they send you a thing back. Okay, we're going to um, – your allocation is 160 shares. And the price is going to be somewhere between – this was 16 and 18. Um, and so I said, okay, I'll buy all – try all 160 that I'm eligible for. And then you then you get another email saying we're going to announce the price after it was 6 p.m. Eastern time. Um, once we announce that you have till midnight or 11.59 p.m. on that day to buy the shares. And then um, you go in and you either buy them or you don't. Um, mm-hmm. And so I bought them and then the thing went crazy um, the next day and went from 16 is what I paid it went up to 30 at one time, and last I looked yesterday, it was about at 25. So, um, so you could just turn around and sell them. Well, on an initial public offering, you have to hold it for a certain number of days, and on this one, ah. I believe it's 30 days. So after 30 days, then you're free to sell it um, because ah. we're not one of those institutional buyers who can do all, you know, we're the little private stuff. Yeah. So, 
So anyway, so that was the interesting one. Um, my other favorite one was Lululemon or Lululemon, the yoga clothing stuff. I just had a feeling yeah. about them, and I bought them like at 10, and they're like at 60 now. So I feel like some crazy stock genius, but I, it makes me so nervous, the stock market. Oh, my God, it gets my heart going and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> so anyway, anyway, enough of that. Um, the um, I did want to talk to Wendy a little bit before we get started about we're talking about making mistakes and how, you know, you deal with suppliers and sometimes suppliers let you down. Um, Wendy had a thing she posted um, about that um, that she had a supplier who basically was messing with her uh, and not nicely either. And, and how, how um, messing with her? Just, how? you know, um, it was pricing issues, it was exclusivity issues, it was listing issues, it was shipping issues. It was a whole bunch of mess, messes kind of stuff, you know. Um, and I've had the same thing happen, and I just wanted to kind of tell her alive and on the air and not in a message and tell everybody that it's a fact of life. And dang, it hurts when a supplier, like, promises you something and then backs out. I had a supplier, I went to a trade show, and it was a man I had known from being a spinner and a knitter and a weaver for 30 years. His dad started this company, and now he's taken it over. And I knew his mom and dad, and I'd known him since he was, you know, quite young. And he's taken it over. He promised me the Amazon exclusive for their line of, of spinning products and all that. And I went through all the, the brouhaha of... Um, placing the order, filling out all the custom stuff because it comes from Europe. Even though they're based in Canada, the things are made in Europe and all that. And then when it comes down to um, the exclusivity agreement, he backed out. Mm. And I and I thought, mm, okay, this is the way we're going to be. I placed the order, the initial order, and then you back out. So I canceled the initial order. I said, I, I'm not going to play with someone who plays that way, you know who promises, and then backs out. So um, I just kind of want to tell everybody that it does happen. You, listen to your gut um, about when things go wrong um, with suppliers and all that kind of stuff. It does happen. Not everybody is honorable and honest and upfront, unfortunately. So, yeah. you know, let it get you down for an hour or two and then get mad and go find someone better. That's kind of how I feel, now, you know. I don't know if you remember this, but I had – um, worked with a company uh, to do the whole exclusivity thing. The rep had to, you know, talk to the management and owners and all that stuff. And they had it all, you know, yes, this is what it's going to be. And I think I was contacting you even at that time going, what should it say and all this stuff, right? You know, the contract. Mm -hmm. And um, and then it was uh, show season, you know, for it was in um, it was in grocery category. And it was, you know what I mean when I say show season, there's certain like a month every year right. or twice a year when it's like show season where they'll go to like 60 trade shows or right, something. Exactly. I don't know. And they're really busy. And so the rep said, okay, this deal is all in line and stuff. And I was in no hurry to like place a big order, right? And I had to promise I was going to over the year how much I was going to order and all that stuff. And it was an exclusivity for Amazon. And um, actually, it was 
all the products, a lot of them were on Amazon. <clears throat> but what I wanted to do was, uh, so I didn't want the exclusive for all, you know, like single packages because they sold for like on Amazon like seven dollars. Um, but uh, I was trying to get it so that they wouldn't open it up to anybody else, right? Anybody who was already selling right. could just, right. you know, could do their thing. And that's but they would enough, open I it think, up to, right? to anybody yeah. else except for me. And then we were working on, they were actually going to do bundles and make the, we had a whole deal where they were going to do packaging. We even had worked it out where um, I could send them the labels, they'd label it and ship it to Amazon. I mean, I was a gr- it was a great you know, I worked really hard and they worked hard and stuff. Then they did this whole show season, right? And they said, you know, we're, we're, we just can't get, you know, started with this until that's over. We're really, you know, this is our, we're on target for this. And then, mm-hmm. you know, so a month later they come back and they're like, oh, we decided to um, give the exclusive to Amazon. Ah! Oh, my God. And you know so, what? I hope I hope their cash flow suffers tremendously, as it will, because Amazon takes forever to pay, and then they want to send yeah. crap back. You know, so yeah. Well, uh, and I've looked at it, and and uh, you know, over the year, and of course, I'm not interested in anymore. I'm glad I didn't do it because I'm really not that interested anymore. I've moved on to you know, it was kind of like one of those. Thank you, I didn't do it because now I've moved into a different categories that I'm much happier with. And, uh, but I've, you know, checked over the year, couple years since then on Amazon and Amazon's not doing diddle. Because <laughs> they aren't going to promote it like you were going to promote uh-uh, it. Right? I would, right. And I would, I mean, it was really neat. They had, um, one of the products they had was a drink mix. And I think it was like a chocolate drink mix. And I think it was something some kind of cocoa maybe or something like that. But they had had a hard time selling it. The rep was telling me, you know, that's interesting when you talk to reps, other things they talk to you about, right? Mm -hmm. They had a hard time selling it because cocoa mixes are like, you know, a dime a dozen. Well, they'd they'd come out with a recipe for a chocolate teeny. Uh-huh. Like a martini, chocolate teeny. And they, so they, re, they repackaged, re-merchandised, re-everything, this thing for chocolate teeny, and it was selling like hotcakes, right? And so they'd come out with uh, several different ones, like, a you know, for a lemon teeny or, you know, whatever, right? And <clears throat> and we were discussing this because I got, you know, my ears perked up because they're definitely proactive in in what they're doing, right? They don't sell a whole lot of products, but they want all of them to be good products. So when they come up with something that's kind of failing, they work on it and, mm-hmm. and see what they can do. And I thought, this is great because that's what who I want to work with is people who will share information with me who will listen to what I have to say. So I'm sitting there, you know, what if we had, you know, some kind of card that went in it that was, um, you know, like a, like a postcard but had like a several, different re- several different recipes for using this and I was the only one who got to put it into the bundle, right? Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then for them to come back and say, we're going to give Amazon the exclusive. And I'm like, bye. 
you know, get yeah. out of here. And of course, all of that stuff, none of that stuff that we had talked about has happened. You know, I'm thinking, well, they're going to take all those ideas. I worked with them and come up with them, and then Amazon's going to carry them. No, no. You know, I have found that to be so true that companies don't follow through, and then they wonder why they're in trouble. Well, that's why they're in trouble, because they've just been given ideas and they don't follow through, you know? It's, it, I find it amazing. It's like, it's like people who come on Shark Tank and they, they want to change things to sell it better, but they don't want to change, so they won't take the deal, you know? We can't change our yeah. logo. Oh, if Shark Tank came to me and wanted to change my logo, yeah, fine. You can do what you want as long as we make more money. So uh, one thing I need to correct, and I'm sitting here with a note in front of me, I made a mistake. I said the the person with the supplier issues that I had talked over the weekend with was Wendy. It wasn't. It was Luna from the group. And she had, uh-huh. the, she's the one. So if she's, she'll listen to the, the replay and wonder, hmm, it was me. And what's she talking about? So I apologize, Wendy, and I apologize, Luna. I got you guys mixed up in my head. I could claim jet lag, but we drove home, so I can't even claim that. You know? Luna, Luna from Vegas? Are you talking about Luna yes. from Vegas? Yes. Yes. Oh. Yeah. So okay. she was having problems with the supplier, and she's decided to move on, she said. Yeah. You know, and I said, good for you, because, you know, um, yeah, she does a you, lot of stuff that she does a lot of stuff that would be imported too. So, yeah. so yeah. So I'm I'm I was glad to hear it, and um, you know the the problems. I mean, and she'll hear that you've had issues too. We all have it. It's not personal. Right. It's just that there are bad business people on the other end. You know. So there you go. So, so. So let me ask you, before we get into all this bundling thing, let me ask you, I, I know that um, you have this group, uh, and I've j- bumped into there every once in a while, and um, how, how's it going in there? Are people taking action? Are they, Are they? you know, I know, you know, there's usually a... Um, Several people that are that are like, wow, I did this and I did that, and it's like very exciting for everybody else to see. And how's it going with everybody? I just got goosebumps because the people who are on this call are are stars because they are taking action. Um, I you know I I can go through the list and tell you what each person doing. Um, Beth is traveling, you know, six days a week. Yet she's on the computer, on the, the plain Wi-Fi, contacting wholesalers. And she said she's looking into a prep service because, you know, being gone so long, she really can't deal with it. But, you know, mm. she's using the brains to build a business instead of the brawn, which I just think is awesome. I don't know how she works when she travels so much. I find it really hard to concentrate in a hotel room and all that. So kudos to her. And Elizabeth, who worked through tax season, um, I don't know how she did it. Found new wholesalers, new suppliers, new bundles, everything. Wendy is kicking along. Wendy is like, um, to me, the I am slow, I am steady, I am advancing a little bit every day. Because I've known Wendy a long, long time, like lots of years, you know. And she is just moving forward. She gets something thrown in her way, and it's like, yeah, I'll deal with it, get that out of my way, and I'm going to do some more. And I'm going to fix this problem and move forward and deal with that issue with friends and family being ill or whatever. I'm going to move forward. And I just think that at, she has such a great attitude. And Ramona is everywhere. My goodness, she is like doing all sorts of stuff with 
um, a very interesting perspective that I admire and respect. She is like way out of the box looking at stuff, um, more than I could ever imagine, and I really admire that in someone. And Angie, Angie is Angie. You gotta love Angie. You know, she it's is not Angie. one. <laughs> she is not one to to go out and talk to people. Um, Angie's shy and reserved until you get to know her, and then she's a hoot. Um, so she's found a way, and she just posted in the group this morning about approaching wholesalers first and sales reps by email so she can become more comfortable and then build up to the talking or meeting in person kind of thing. That's a big step, you know? When yeah. that's a really uncomfortable situation, that's a huge step, and I'm really, really proud of her for doing it. I think it's an inner – I love the group because it's – Everybody's so different and is doing different things. And, and I have found nobody in the group making excuses for anything, which I just think is the best thing about these people. I don't hear anybody saying, you know, I don't hear Beth saying, well, I've got to fly to Washington, D.C., and I'll be in a hotel for four days, so I have to put my business on hold. No, she says, if the Wi-Fi on the plane's working, I'm contacting sales reps. If not, I have three magazines that I'm going to look through for product ideas. I mean, so no excuses. That's awesome. I mean, yeah. nobody has excuses, and that is the best thing because we all have junk in our life that goes on that you could use it as an excuse. Every single person on this list here, stuff has probably gone on this morning that you want to say, oh, the heck with it. I'm not going to do anything on my business today. But these people haven't. And I just think that's just so cool, isn't it? It's just oh, the best. It's awesome. So here's and my, speaking of kind of that whole disconnect from your business thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think I talked to you, you about this, about we, you know, we moved, right? Everybody knows from the end of last quarter, year. During fourth we moved, quarter. Yeah, yeah, December, we moved to the new house, right? So, um, which was, uh, we're very excited, just as a side note, we're very excited about this next fourth quarter because this last one was so awesome, even though there was, I mean, we didn't, I didn't let a thing stop us. And my husband was like a rock star, you know, he, he just, if it didn't have a thing to do with business, he didn't put it on my shoulders. And, and, oh, and what a great so, guy. <clears throat> yeah, he, I mean, he just made things happen. And, it, and stuff would come up and he'd say, he'd start telling me about we're going to have this issue. And I'm like, are you going to be able to, you know, do something about it? Yep, we'll figure it out. Meaning him. <laughs> That's awesome. Him. That's teamwork, and yeah. So, it was really great, but it, because, I mean, we would be dealing with moving stuff. He would be dealing with moving stuff and his business, his own business, right? He's still working on that during the day. And then at night, we would be doing shipping. And, I mean, the last shipment went out. There was nothing in the house, in the old house, but a roll of toilet paper, a roll of paper towels, and the coffee maker and some coffee mugs. <laughs> And then everything that was in the garage that we used to ship out, right? And then we did all, you know, everything got shipped, you know, and I kept saying we can't move until like the 10th of December because I had all this stuff, right? 
mm-hmm. had to get in. And then that was it. And then we, you know, moved over here and, and, and he just, you know, it was sort of like just tried to set it up almost identical to the way it was at the other house. And, and, I, and, and it was awesome. So <clears throat> I, for some reason in Q4, of course, your adrenaline's going 99% of the day, every day, right? And uh, I mean, that 1%, you're like either eating or sleeping. <laughs> and, and, uh, so um, then, of course, you know, this this garage is where I do everything out of. And I, I mean, we don't do anything in the garage except for this business. There's no, like, very little. No, no car. <laughs> yeah, actual garage-type stuff in my garage. But it was not, <clears throat> you know, the old one was finished, finished out like a room. It's, you mm-hmm. know, everything except for garage door. And this one was not. So we had to take last month, we took everything out of the garage. The house, again, then is full of everything. And he's trying to set it up so that I can still work in the house. And there's people in and out putting up insulation and drywall and the new air conditioner and the new ceiling fans and the new lighting and the new this and the new that, you know, and all this stuff. So I just had that, had that disconnect. It was just, I the the high of Q4 did not keep me going because it so, was a priority. And then, but I just yeah. can't. I, it was a priority then, but this time it was sort of like I just can't. I, my head's not in the game. It was just awful. But I kept buying <laughs> and not I'm shipping still, out. I'm still ordering. I was still ordering. I kept buying. So. Um, we're playing catch up with that. Um, but, and then, so that got all fixed. We got everything moved in. I'm a happy, happy camper. I mean, it's a beautiful space. This garage actually has windows so I can see my, you know, desert landscape and all that kind of stuff. Oh, it's neat. awesome. Yes. And then last weekend he decides, oh, you need more shelving. So then he's in here putting up more, which is great because, um, more storage, more storage, more storage, right? Can you storage, ever have right? too much shelving? You can't ever have too much shelving. Yeah. You can't ever have too much shelving, but yeah. it, you know, I had a whole weekend of like, I'm trying to turn my brain off from saying, I really have stuff to ship out because there was no way. I was not going to say, you need to move everything so I can get shipments out while you're doing stuff. Nope. Let's just work on the shelving. It's very hard. Unless I'm leaving town, it's very hard for me to say, to have that, I can work over here. So I was, you know, in the other room and I'm buying stuff. I'm like, oh, I need to restock and I need to redo this and I need to redo that. So on Monday, I spend all day like just shipping out, you know. I had another one of those, you and I've talked about this wonderful aspect of being able to um, put $5,000 worth of merchandise into like four tiny little boxes. Yeah. No kidding. That's my favorite yeah. thing to do. I just, I was just, I mean, I, I just kept listing all day and labeling, and then he comes home at night and he packs it all up. And I'm looking at this little tiny stack of boxes that's going out the next morning, and I'm like, wow, that's so cool when that happens. <laughs> yeah, my, my word, small, light, and expensive. <laughs> yeah, small, light, and expensive, yes. All you right. Know, it does, it does make a difference. We need to get going. 
Yeah. So we're going to actually start talking about bundles, and as long as you guys will hang with it, we'll we'll talk because we love this thing. Yeah. Um, and we have uh, we have special stuff too, and we have giveaways for all of you, that are, all of you that are here. <laughs> yep. yep, only live listeners get them. So Deborah and Deborah has been doing bundles as long as I can remember. So that's like four years or whatever at least. Um, what got you started actually doing bundles, and how did you decide what you were going to do? You know, my very first bundles, um, you know this. Some of the people in, in on the call may not know this, but I did, you know, I was big into uh, public domain content, right? Right. I have a big website and a course for years, and that, and that uh, means it's copyright-free content, right? So I uh, had heard somebody, like the first year I was selling on Amazon, talking about bundles and and putting you know things together to sell. And I do not remember why, because it was way before you and I had talked about putting things in like unique articles and stuff like that into into bundles, right? Like you've done with some of yours. And um, so I don't really remember how that clicked, but I had some uh, public domain images that went perfectly, you know, they were, and they're very popular. Here's the keys. They're very popular. These images are very popular as far as people can sell them, right? So they print the images out nicely as a photograph and they sell them. I've seen them for sale on on eBay and I, I and and on Amazon, but you only get like maybe ten dollars to sell an eight by ten image, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not interested in doing that. But they combined with physical products. There was ways in my head that I could say this would make this would be great for a gift for a guy and then this would be great for a gift for a gardener and this would be great for a gift for you know whatever it it combining them and that's my first bundles were and I was on my public domain website and in in my forum and and that kind of thing um, talking about how I was combining this and starting to sell on them on Amazon and how well it was going and it was uh, and and I was giving descriptions, showing people, you know, okay, kind of setting up a system of of how to think about this and what to do, and you know that kind of stuff. And I don't think anybody took action on on what I was teaching, except for me, right? <laughs> and then I kind, you know, I got really, you know, Facebook started blowing up with all of the different ways you could sell things and find things. And um, people started talking about thrifting and I got really excited about, you know, finding things for, you know, 25 cents and selling them for $50. So then I, you know, I sort of, the bundling kind of went by the wayside. And I did thrifting a lot. And then I did retail arbitrage. And then I wanted to start, you know, ramping it up. And I started doing, you know, some wholesaling and this and that. And I got um, really frustrated with the competition. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that's the first. Everybody on the call will know what I mean. (laughs) And when you first realize that fact that they're just annoying you, 
then you'll start thinking, how can I, I don't say legally, how can I Amazon sanctioned get them off my listing, you know? Yeah. And, how can I give people the food? I just want to play in my own playground, thank you. Yeah, and the annoyance doesn't have to be like tanking prices because sometimes that's not my major annoyance with other sellers. It can be that they keep screwing up the listing. You know, they get your good picture taken down and put up a bad picture or they, you know, change quantities on stuff or do all kinds of that stuff that's majorly annoying. And it's a time-consuming thing to to fix and to, to keep track of. So making a bundle that you can keep yourself and make the listing only yours is like the way mm-hmm. to keep people from annoying you in many ways. Right. So And um, you know I am not I am not one of those sellers. I and I never have been. I would I mean I would love to have that in my head, but I never have had this in my head that I wanted to be one of the I want I didn't want to sell um a product I didn't want to try to find um, my own products and be and then put them up there and have them be on Amazon like in a, with a 200 rank. That's not what I'm. Ta- I'm not talking about products that are going to be like 50 hot, selling 50 hot, a day. Yeah. You, you the really high volume, you know. Products. And you and I I'm not, are not. We don't look for those. That's not our. We are in the in it for the long haul. We don't want to be the person who has mm-hmm. to go buy the hot toy, blow them out, and then can't find anything to sell for six months. Right. I want this that steady business, right. not the. Now the I do. Huge I do look load. for those hot. I do. I do. Everybody knows. I do do toys at, at during the holidays. Things sort of go, you know, full tilt towards toys. And and I love that, but that's some people, some sellers want that kind of velocity and volume all year long for for you know with the um, low margins. They want mm-hmm. high volume and lower margins, or and and of course we'd all love high margins and high volume. High volume, but yes, life <laughs> right. doesn't do that very often. Once in a while, right. you can have something that just happens to be right place, right time. So. Right. So I started and, so, and I think oh. that the private label uh, people, you know, we're when people start talking it. When I think of bundles, I always think of people who are doing private labeling as well. So it's sort of like that. Yeah, I want it, to talk the, about. You're looking for you're there there when you're looking for. It's kind of a of a group of us that are looking for products that we can be exclusive. Right. I want to talk about the difference between the two and the issues Mm -hmm. that are facing private labelers now that nobody's talking about. Um, I started bundling because I was annoyed with people changing things, and I started putting together groups of tools, jewelry-making tools or knitting tools, um, craft-related, and writing articles about how to use them. That's how I started, um, is one, I wanted to educate the people on um, the right way to use these so they didn't get returned, because sometimes it's not intuitive on how you do things, and educating them on the right way to do it far more in-depth than it's on the back of a package or something. I said, okay, if they know how to do it and the pitfalls, then they're less likely to return it, and then it kind of dawned on me, oh, 
And then, you know, I copyright what I write. The act of creation gives copyright. You as the public domain right. person know all right. about that. So, you know, you and so I had a beautiful template made that matched my store branding, um, wrote articles that were in-depth and gave value and were related to the product and started including those with, um, sometimes with individual items, usually more often with when I put together, say, a set of things that related to a particular crafty kind of thing. Um, so, um, so that's how I got started. Um, Ramona, yes, I will. Remind me later. So um, I will. Um, but remind me so I don't forget. Um, so I got started that way, and then I realized how powerful bundling can be in other ways. And you do a lot of putting a lot of unique things together so nobody else can get on them, right? You don't take six products from ABC brand and just put those together. You mix brands, don't you? Not very often, no. Oh, yep. no. Oh, yep. okay. Yep. So what do you so, look for in when, you're, when you're thinking about a bundle? How do you, like, like, run it through your head about putting one together? You know, um... Here's the thing that happens uh, with my group uh, that I see is um, I, 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 I end up keeping a lot of people up at night. <laughs> they, I heard. I met it, one of them for, lunch, for dinner. Day before once yesterday. it clicks, once it clicks exactly what you, you know, it, it takes a little bit. Um, <clears throat> here's the, <clears throat> let me start by explaining. Here's the difference between uh, everything else that you learn how to do uh, re- related to whether you you listen to podcasts or spreecasts or buy products that that teach you or whatever there's there's the people that there's the the on you know retail arbitrage or how to you know go out and find toys or um, even wholesale sourcing or whatever it's kind of a process there's a process that um doesn't take a lot it's it's usually you're saying oh those products do well for instance those products do well on Amazon I'd like to sell those how do I get my hands on them at a cheap price right mm-hmm. that's kind of the process mm-hmm. so yeah, that's the, the and, and especially yeah. and especially when you're new right you're new you're just looking okay what what sells you know you want somebody to tell you what sells and there's lots of groups out there. And then there's the, the groups of the products that teach you how to do, um, like I said, private labeling slash bundling, like mine, which takes a you have to have a light, there has to be a light bulb that goes on. And once it does, <laughs> you won't be sleeping. Because you look at everything as a bundle possibility then, don't you? Right. And you're, you have to, get a little bit creative, but you also, the, pro, the, the biggest hurdle is that once you get the idea of putting products together, you can see bundling pro, you know, ideas, right? There's bundle ideas on every, every inch of surface in your house right now or in a store, or in an online catalog, or whatever. But it also needs to be, what are the customers, you know, if the customers, just because you build it doesn't mean they're going to come. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it has to be things that people, you know, want and and or desire or see a value in or whatever and that they're actually going to type something into Amazon that you know often not just one person a you know a year but often they're going to type something to Amazon that that you're going to bubble up to the top when they search for it that they can see what it is there's you want and, a and lot yeah. of customers looking for that not not 5,000, you know, a day looking for that and buying, but because um, that's just asking for the moon, but enough. So you kind of have to put that into the equation. So it all has to make sense, and you have to put yourself in the shoes of the person who's going to buy this. So, you know, because I've had some ideas that seem like really great to me, but in retrospect weren't because I may not be the average buyer. You know, you have to put yourself in the mindset of the average person looking for these kind of products. You right. Know? Um, and if you don't, then you run the risk of either being way too specialized in a bundle where only a few people who do things a certain way will want it. Um, and then right. you're sitting there having spent all the time making the listing and it's not selling. Right. And that's really annoying. So here's, here's I, an example. I think the worst here's an part, example. Let me just get, here's an example. An example that that I was trying to explain to my group, and and I had to do a video to explain it, right, so that you could hear my voice, is that when you research, and I'm going to be talking about a specific kind of of gift item. So we're coming up on that time of year where um, school is ending and people want, are, are really looking for teacher gifts or teacher appreciation gifts, right? It was teacher mm-hmm. appreciation day and all that stuff. And then it would be, you know, people are graduating or leaving school, especially the little kids. Oh, they got to get something for the teacher, right? Even more so than at Christmas time. So we're talking about teacher gifts. If you research, not even a lot, but just some research, teachers and what they want don't have anything to do with what they get, usually. So mm-hmm. here's, here's what I mean. If you, look at a, if, you, if you look at groups that are of teachers or talk to a teacher or whatever, my sister was a teacher, they get all this stuff that has an apple on it or <laughs> yeah i was just going to say that or yeah, or, on it or, or yeah. they say you know the everything under the moon that says you know they'll get coffee mugs and and jewelry and plaques and all kinds of stuff right that is that says something about teacher on it and they're like oh my gosh they just they're like another year of getting more coffee mugs and more jewelry and i have to look you know really pleased with my gifts and i have to wear the jewelry because the kids are going to say where's the earrings i bought you or you know whatever right so and they've got all this stuff and my sister would be like i've got you know after 20 years of teaching (laughs) i've got gobs of this stuff and um so what they really want is a you know they really want a twenty five dollar gift certificate to a grocery store or because you know they don't make a lot of money or a right. restaurant iTunes or you know whatever and a card that they can throw away right mm-hmm. <laughs> what they want is something that they can use and it usually is something they can spend money on because they don't make a lot of money and right. so yeah uh, even the uh, gift 
card to, you know, the local, I give gift cards to the local grocery store because they have everything in it, you know? Yeah, right. So, makeup and, and that would be, my sister would have just been over the moon with a Walmart gift card, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's not going to happen. I mean, essentially anybody, a the mom who's buying stuff, who's smart enough to know that, would do that. The people who are on Amazon, that's unless they're buying an Amazon gift card, um, are not. That's not what they're looking for. So you, you just know that. I mean, we they want we're the all, thing that says number one. We're all smarter on than a fifth grader, so they're gonna be typing in teacher gifts, and they're going to want to see things that are exactly what the teachers don't want, but nevertheless. That's what the Amazon customer is going to be buying. And then when you do further research and you see what's popular right now for teachers, the most popular coffee mug, or the most popular item right right now, or it was two days ago, right uh, was a coffee mug that say something about. Um, I'm a teacher, what's your superpower? And it comes in four different colors, and there's one color that's the most popular. It doesn't have an apple on it, not any way, shape, or form. So, not, and I admitted right there, even this year, everything I'm doing for teacher gifts has an apple on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and so as I was doing this research and I'm on video, I was like, huh, maybe I need to rethink the Apple thing. <laughs> well, but, but here's the thing. Your target audience is not teachers. Your target no. audience is people who are buying stuff for teachers. And is different. the mom of some kid usually, right? Because, uh, I mean, adults will give gifts to teachers. They're, you know, like uh, – um, I was explaining, like, if you had uh, a, co- uh, a music coach or a piano teacher, mm-hmm. right? So you have your own, so it's a different thing. There's a mom who's going to buy a gift for their kid to give the piano teacher at Christmas time or whatever, thanking them for, you know, whatever. Um, right. So that's different than if I was taking uh, voice lessons and for and had a coach and to help me get into you know some special college or to get us uh you know uh uh like advanced you know, one a yeah. one a, a beauty pageant one a scholarship mm-hmm. because of the work that this person did for me but i still might want it to say something about music teachers maybe mm-hmm or just teacher or whatever. But that's a different person. So we kind of have to think about um, what are they looking for? Well, and it's if, like, nobody, if nobody's typing into Amazon a music teacher gift, then, um, or very few people are typing into Amazon or to Google or whatever, music teacher gift idea, then you shouldn't be making a bundle for a music teacher. Right. But we the are, odds of we that know, are far smaller. Yeah, but we know that teacher gift, not te- music teacher gift, but teacher gift 
is a is a very highly searched term, and then the next one down is is a teacher appreciation gift. So, um, and then and then after that, until you have stuff, and you can do advertising and find out, you know what you know what sells and and what people are typing in and all that kind of stuff. You have no idea what they're really looking for, unless they say um, teacher gift mug. Well, let me tell you, teacher gift mug, coffee mug will pull up about 80 products, mm-hmm. 80, and they're coffee mugs. <laughs> and you know how you do search on anything. It's not always, you know, you come up with things like there'll be a nightgown or something, right, <laughs> that shows up in your search, and you're like, what? <laughs> but there'll be like 80 coffee mugs that have teacher on them. And, but, You'll see one, like I did, you'll see one that does this one that's in a specific color, and it says, you know, I'm a teacher, what's your superpower? So then I showed them how to go find it wholesale. I found the whole, a wholesale supplier, and I, showed, and I was actually approved for this company, so I showed them how much it cost. So we di- I discussed, you know, you could get these for, they're selling for $10 on Amazon and you could buy them for about $4 or 7 I think it was $7. You could buy them for $7. And I said, and that's a little high for a coffee mug, right? If you're going to bundle it. If it's selling for $10 on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Okay, but then I found it, I think I found it for like 4 or $5. But then you say, okay, it's already for sale on Amazon. And in your wholesale group, I'm assuming that this is a hot seller. This is a time of year. The teacher, you know, gifts, right? I'm going to buy those and send them in. I mean, it comes in a gift box. How easy is that to order them, get an in, slap a label on them, or send them back into Amazon there for sale? Of course, there's 27 other sellers. Which and is the, the, the bad news. Right. And the retail price was thirteen ninety nine, which means you could have made a profit, but because the competition has come down and it's very popular, it's like two hundred in some category, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, sales. So now you're you're looking at that going. <sighs> so here's my theory: when you're thinking about bundles, we know that's a hot product, and that's what I mean by saying if you have a niche. If you have a category you're comfortable with, you're going to have better. Uh, you're going to do better. Yeah, um, I, I thousand percent agree with thousand that. Thousand percent agree because you already kind of know what people buy together. You know what people are looking for, that kind of thing. But just for instance, this coffee mug. So then, now, what if we? You know, how many customers are going to say that's a great gift? It's and it's only ten dollars. That's awesome. And it comes in a box. Of course, you can't tell it comes in a box because they didn't take a picture of it. Now, here's, here's another little tip. If you make a product, a bundle, or you have a product that you've bought from a, even a wholesaler, and you're creating the listing, or you can add a picture, add a picture of it in the darn box so that people can see it. Because people don't read way down there that it says comes in a gift box. They, so you, so you put that help. as like your secondary picture or something? Yeah, secondary picture, right. Excellent. So, yeah, it, you need to know. It comes in a gift bag. It comes in this. It comes in that. And give them the picture of it, a visual. It, they may not scroll through, but let me tell you, if they are on a phone, they're looking at all the pictures. Mm-hmm. 
it, I mean, I shop mostly on my laptop, but we know that every year it's increasing. Here, Google just changed it where uh, they just came out with a huge big thing about um, if your website, kind of off topic, but I ha- if our websites are not mobile friendly, you're not right. going to come up high in search no matter what you do. That's so you right. Mm-hmm. You know, Ron shops probably 99% on his phone, so he's one of those, you know. Um, and so the way an Amazon or an eBay listing we know comes up totally different than it does on your tablet or your, or your, your computer. So we have to start thinking about all those extra pictures. How many listings do we see on Amazon that have one picture? Well, Amazon on a phone is more like Pinterest. <laughs> yes, yeah, that's a good that's a good analogy. Uh, and I, you know, I don't know that there is any um, numbers available, but I I know most people don't even read the bullet points, let alone go down and read the description. They right. look at the picture. Um, I tend to read now, bullet when, points because I when sell on, on Amazon on, and I know. Right. If you're on a computer, the bullet points are right there next to the image. Mm-hmm. Just like a very well-optimized website, your bullet points are right there, exactly what you wanted to see. The description, if it's something that's um, over $25, say, I'll go down and read the description. Or the bullet points didn't answer my questions. Mm-hmm. Then I'll go look at the description. If I still don't get an answer, I start reading reviews. <laughs> so, but when but you're on a phone... are not the average buyer, I don't think. I don't think no. they are. And on a phone, you don't see the bullet points until you, until you scroll down. Yeah, you yeah. So, yeah, it's... But for search, for things to come up in search, we need to fill all those things in. Yep. So and and pictures are I in fact this this um, next uh, the summer course I'm going to go really deep into pictures because I'm getting off topic because there's two different ways to look at pictures and quality pictures are are so important and especially if they're shopping on a phone you are not going to get a a good reaction with a bad picture. So oh, they'll just go right past it. And one thing about uh, while we're talking pictures is your first picture of your bundle must show everything in the bundle. You can't have like a separate picture for each item. You can do that later, but your first right. image has to have everything in the bundle. And that's why it, uh, my bundles have four or five pictures because I take a picture of the bundle and then I take a picture of the product's you know, separately. separately. And, exactly what I do. Exactly. Yeah. And and Angie, um, yes, I have learned that if it, um, okay, so let me go, let me, let me try to rephrase this. One of the things that I teach is that like Charlene has, and I know Angie's going to know exactly what I mean, like Charlene was talking about adding something unique to, she added articles, okay? One of the things I did, which is not particularly unique, nor is it copyright protected or 
trademarked or anything else yet, right, is that I add a box. And I don't mean a brown paper box. I add some kind of presentation, right? And it's easier for me to ship in usually than putting in a gift bag, it's kind of, and it makes it giftable. So and it makes it, it harder for the other people to find that exact box. That's right. Actually, it's not hard at all, but you got to Well, you have yeah. to think. Oh my gosh. You have to think. <laughs> yeah, which makes it hard. Yeah. Which which makes it hard for, you know, a lot of people to get passes. You have to start thinking and, and so, do the research on your own. And so I uh we put the box and it may be just uh anyway, in the picture, it'll have all the items attractively displayed in the box. If it's a gift box, if it's a gift, I mean, if it's a gift, meaning that um, I do a lot of bundles that have the word gift in the title, right? Okay? And then I do a lot of bundles, as you know, like Charlene was talking about, where it's two tools together. And that's not particularly going to need to be boxed or bagged or anything special. So no, I don't show the packaging. That's exactly how I do it. If it is something that you you can reasonably suspect is going to be a gift, I set the box behind the items and then artfully display them in front so they'll see what the box looks like that it's going to come in and see each of the individual items. Right. So, yes, just buying two products to put together into a bundle. So, uh, for instance, um, when I was doing my teacher research video, uh, there was a coffee mug and a frame that were the similar pattern, right? They come mm-hmm. same manufacturer, similar pattern. And it's selling on Amazon as a bundle. And you can buy it. The, whole, the name of the wholesaler is right there uh, on the web, yeah, on Amazon, right? So you can go over there. Mm-hmm. And very easy to apply. So it's for sale. And it's for sale by, you know, like 10 different sellers. There's like 10 sellers. And it's selling for a profit. Um, it's not, it's actually, and, it, and there's a judgment call on my part because to me it doesn't, it doesn't have air quotes in the air. It doesn't have the cute factor. I, I look at mm-hmm. it and I go, boring, really, really boring, right? But if that, coffee mug and frame just like that was put into a gift box and shown that way and maybe had one other thing with it like a little bag of coffee (laughs) to go with the coffee mug, right? Um, That would be a bundle I might be interested in. I might. It didn't have that cute factor and so I would be looking for something more different. Um, and I would be putting that back to the coffee mug that says, I'm a teacher, what's your superpower, right? I know that's a, that is one. I opened that picture up and I was like, oh, that's so cute, right? And of course, they sell those mugs um, that say, I'm a mom and a dad and a, you know, what a grandma, whatever, what's your superpower? It's like this big you know, thing across the board. And there's lots of different mugs. This particular mug is the one that's the most popular. 
well, I could go and I would buy that from the wholesaler and then I would bundle it in a, in a box or a bag or whatever as a gift with um, coffee or something, right? Something. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe, maybe candy and coffee or maybe biscotti and coffee or, you know, something like that that I could get for a reasonable price and still sell it as a gift, $24.95, $29.95 in that range seems to be um, a good range for a gift for not a family member, right? So Okay, so, so $24.95, $25? Mm-hmm. Okay, now, and Nancy's asking not and that, 35 Not, um, okay, Angie, and of course now I'm, I will never say I'm the expert because I have already been proven wrong several times <laughs> in my about, group <laughs> about, about an, assumption, someone, yeah, yeah. an assumption I had on something. And uh, and the other thing is, uh, it, it, everybody will know I've done this over the years and I still continue to do it. I will go in and price something at thirty four ninety five. Oh my God, you're so funny. Great price. I so funny and my bundling partner will say um think you could add five cents to that (laughs) you know what i had i had dinner with deborah's bundling partner night before last because she lives down in utah and i showed her a new line of jewelry i had just listed and i I, the pictures were beautiful Rhonda, the pictures they were gorgeous and she looked at it and it was on my phone and she looks at it and goes they're really nice but why are you listing it at thirty four ninety five? I did yeah. the same thing. It's like what, what, what dummy? Um, you know, how can I not remember that it's thirty five? I think I remember twenty five more than thirty five to get the free shipping. Yeah. So I'm going to go through today too. and reprice yeah. them. You know, but yeah. So um, okay, she caught so, most of us uh, on that. Uh, Ramona has to leave, but I want to make oh. sure that. Um, Ramona gets my um, gift, so because she was here will, for the whole. I will episode. make sure. I'll make sure that she does. Yeah, I have a gift for everybody that's here. So, uh, I just wanted to make sure, Ramona, that you're not. You can listen to the replay, but you're not going to miss the gift. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's, well, it's like it's really good, you know. And it's not a phone call with me. It's way better than that. So. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so, a couple things. Um, yeah. So there's remember a the question price point. here that there's there's some questions here that are really good. I don't want to get I don't want to lose my train of thought. I think I finished my train of thought on the teacher thing. Um, well, I think thirty five may be a little high for a non family member. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's exactly right. Now here's what I another thing I found out that. If you have something that uh, you you think is going to sell at twenty four ninety five, make sure it's very hard to do this to make sure, but it, it's possible to to that you you know I think this will sell for twenty four ninety five, but I can make a profit at nineteen ninety five that I will a mean a profit meaning an acceptable profit. <laughs> okay, no difference. Pennies, yeah. There's a difference between I can make a profit a few pennies or an acceptable profit at 19.95 because at 19.95 the velo- you'll the velocity will be there so there's mm-hmm. a, you know what I'm saying or it'll be more appealing or whatever now here's a thing that happened in in um in the spring group 
was I can't remember. It, I think it was Valentine's Day that this this definitely happened for all of us. That um, things started selling like the week or ten days before Valentine's Day so heavily that we could take our 1995 and go up to 24.95, and it didn't seem to slow it down. It had gotten where- up. The sales volume had made the sales rank so you know come down to a low enough place where you're now showing up on first page right. of the search that now you could bump it up to right there at that last few, you know, the week or 10 days actually would have been about seven days that the volume would have been there because of shipping times, right? That the, that you're still going to be on, on first page of search at 24.95 and now you're making that extra buck or five bucks. So, uh, but so think about, that kind of thing. God, I'm giving and away that's all the my case secrets. of just having <laughs> giving away all having my secrets. <laughs> having to keep on top of it and watch it as it moves, you know, through. Um, yeah, and there then, was somebody in our group that said, "I priced them at this price and I wasn't paying attention, and 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 I could have, I should have bumped. I just bumped them up, but I should have bumped them up five days ago. Yeah, the price, or I sold out before I could get, you know, bumped up. Yeah, so, some people I've I've heard that's not happened to me too often. But I've heard that happen with especially like Valentine's Mother's Day kind of thing that if you're hot, it can sell before you even realize it and then you don't have any left to even raise the price on. Right. And and when it's a seasonal bundle or something that's selling at you know, seasonal time, hot and heavy like Q4 or something like that, but seasonal bundles, um, especially it's... Um, and and we're still working on in in the groups um on on how many to send in because you don't have that experience mhm if, if it sold out this year way before easter and it was an easter product and it sold out way before easter you know you need to send more in and there's you know some sellers only want to send in like three or six of something, which I, you know, as a, and I've said this like several times, as a teacher, <laughs> as somebody with the responsibility of being the teacher, my recommendation is, is that you only do three or five of any one thing when you're first sending it in. And, but it's very hard for me to say that when it's seasonal, because three or five, all you're getting, I mean, yes, you sold out, but all you're getting is your experience. You have no idea if your experience could have been, I could have sold 20 of these or, or 50, 50 or, of these. Yeah, yeah. Ever. And that's a, and that's it, a hard and thing. It, and you can't really um, replenish quickly. Yeah, when that, the, season, that, the seasonal ones, yeah, it's by the mm-hmm. time you know, what's going to happen, it does make it very difficult. If your bundle is not a seasonal bundle, but a one that will sell all year round, that's a, that's a different kettle of fish, you know, that, so that you can I, test. Working, here's what I worked on in spring to hone in, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to work even harder on this next group, is bundles that, for instance, um, we had a bundle that was a quote-unquote stocking stuffer bundle, meaning that it was a whole, which was one of those bundles that I 
I just, I made it. And then after I was packing it up, I was like, this is the bundle I, I swore I'd never do again. Had 21 pieces or whatever, right? And I, I just, oh, they're yeah. awful. And we sold some during Christmas. There was a lot of competition, not on my page, but similar type products, right? So I, we sold some during December for stocking stuffers, and uh, but not, you know, we sent in a lot of them, like 40, right? So I had a lot left over. Then we changed it to birthday. Like party favors for, kind like, of things? No, yeah. just a birthday, you know, gift, right? Because it mm-hmm. came in a bag and everything like that. So it would be like a birthday gift, and it was a theme. And, uh, and then as it got closer to Easter, we changed it to Easter basket stuffer and sold out. So, similar idea, stocking stuffer, Easter basket stuffer. Easter basket, yeah. Interesting. But, and so, but, basically, it comes down to the marketing of the same items. Then. It was the same item. We never brought them home. But my point is, is that it was not seasonal specific. I did it for a seasonal specific idea, right? It was for Christmas mm-hmm. stocking I did it for that, but we had options. It didn't sell out, so I had options. Because we didn't have something in there in the in the product that said that Christmas. made it Christmas. Yeah. That's that's really clever. I hadn't thought of that one cuz I don't do anything seasonal. Um I, you know, stick with my, stick with the bread and butter stuff, but because I've always thought, well, I don't want to have 5,000 Christmas items left over at the end of the year. Yep. But you can sell Christmas stuff. Like you say, that's not, that's not um, visually themed as Christmas, so it will work other times. That's really clever. Yeah. Really so, clever. We're talking about icky. There's a couple icky here. Oh, icky bundles. <laughs> like, um, icky um, bundles and icky yeah. ranks. Icky yeah, ranks both, and icky yeah. bundles. So, first of all, let me just qualify that I've made mistakes with bundles and I've, and, and if my bundling partner was here, she would say that we've, we're continuing to make mistakes and they're not really mistakes. They're just bad. They were just a bad guess, right? Because it's a guess in the long run, there's all this research, there's all of this research you can do. But you're creating, if, when you are creating your own product page, right there at that moment, it, you're, you know that all of that stuff, you are, you know, this much percentage sure, and then the rest of it is in your gut, right? There's a gut right. feeling. Yes, this is it, I agree. Good. Or I'm going to have options to do something with this or whatever. But um, we've had to have some things pulled home and, and, re- and revised. So we spend our 50 cents and have them all pulled home and then re- revised. So we have done that. I have but, uh Yeah, you just, you just, that's part of business. You know, As I said, if, if Walmart didn't and Nordstrom and all those companies didn't make mistakes, there'd never be anything on clearance. Right. They never do it 100%. There's the, there's the word. See, there's the word, clearance. When we sell a product, and everybody on this call is going to know what I mean. When we sell a product that we think 
just the product, not a bundle, but we've bought it because there's already a sales page and we thought it was going to be good. And there's 50, you know, all of a sudden there's 50 competitors and the rank goes to 3 million. It doesn't matter what you price it at. It's not going to sell. You could price it at a dollar <laughs> and it's not going to sell because nobody's buying it, obviously, right? And mm-hmm. so there are some things that you just say, okay, I'm either having it destroyed or I can I have a plan and I'm having them ship back. Or as my bundling partner said, if it's chocolate, you will never destroy. Yeah, I agree with that one. I will have it sent back too. <laughs> so, and, uh, so, so right going, I'm, ha- I'm having some bundles sent back, not because they were bad sellers. We had revised the keywords and the direction that the um, product was going for, um, and uh, it was selling really well. But it has chocolate in it, and so yesterday was my cutoff day. Ten days before the end of the month mm-hmm. was my cutoff. And I just went in and, and pulled everything back. And I paid the 50 cents to have them sent back because they're great bundles. And I'm going to turn around and do several different things with that same bundle with something else in it. It might have candy in it, but it won't be chocolate. Right. So you could put jelly beans or something that's not considered meltable. Or do it without the, the candy, whatever. You know, it's flexible. So right. Wendy asked a question about about sustainable versus generic bundles. And I look at, to me, a sustainable bundle is one that will sell all year long because it's not themed to a particular person, meaning a teacher, or a particular season, meaning Halloween or Christmas. Um, okay, so there are a couple different things, couple different things I want to say. There's a difference between a um, gift bundle, which I talk about gifts, I, I, the, the word gift just rolls off my tongue constantly. Will it make a gift? Will it make a gift? Will it make a gift, right? And a regular everyday basic bundle. Or, that somebody would buy or, for themselves. Right, which is, like I talk about, there are things I sell that are bundles that is just a product and a container or two, you know, two hammers. So Mm -hmm. I don't, I could see that the hammers, this hammer is really popular. This hammer is pretty popular. And, you know, one was a better, a better seller than the other one, but they were frequently bought together. You could see frequent in the frequently bought together Mm -hmm. on Amazon. So I just put, put them both together, the reason that it does well is because the most popular hammer is a good search term. The second most popular one, it wasn't a bad seller. It was just not as popular. It might have been the difference mm-hmm. between 18,000 rank and a 50,000 rank. But the two of them together mean that, and, the, and, and, and it certainly is not selling at the velocity of the single popular hammer. It's not selling like 18 a day, Right. But I make I can't make any money off of it the the single hammer. I don't make it I can't buy it cheap enough to make any money off of it. <clears throat> so So your your so your I, compromise I, I, is to make the put the two together where you can make a profit 
and they may they're not going to sell as fast, but um, at least they're sell selling. Um, three months, and I make like you know ten dollars. I spend like eight, and I make and I make. I mean, I make more than a you know. I'm more than double my money. Right, and after I all fees and all that. But it's no hassle to go in and order six of these and six of these and bring them home and slap them in a bag and put a label on it, right? It's a replenishable. So that's great. But there are the gift bundles that can be replenishable. So because gifts are bought all year long. And we have gift bundles that we've just gone in and changed the titles on to Mother's Day gift. They don't have a thing to do with mother. But you know, so mother- then it could be graduation gift, or mm-hmm. and then, then you change it to back-to-school gift, and you can go through. Theoretically, put, you could go through the whole year. Right. We put birthday in, in a lot of them, you know, um, that kind of thing. And then there's other gifts that you give for all kinds of reasons. Um, con- condolence type gifts or a get well type gifts. or uh, Those are all the time. All the mm-hmm. time. And uh, if, you, if you have one that looks like it's kind of feminine but it's selling really well, can you, or, you know, feminine meaning like it's for a little girl or it's for a teenager or it's for a woman, whatever, right? But mm-hmm. then if you're selling really well, can you think of a similar one that's for the more, you know, the other gender, a little, you know, same mm-hmm. kind of thing? And you're, by association, you should be able to ramp that up. So I'm having problems uh, with, uh, okay, I said that totally wrong. Some of my, uh, I hate to say students, but some of the members, it, there's a little bit, because the light bulb goes on. So we talked about that you know, a while back. The light bulb goes on, and then you're thinking about, I mean, there's options all over the place, right? And then I said, just because you build it doesn't mean they're going to come, right? So we have to think of things that, what do the customers really want? That's a gr- just because you like it doesn't mean that anybody else likes it or is looking for it. That's been my biggest lesson is I am not the omnipotent tastemaker of things, you know. Um, just because I don't like it doesn't mean it's not going to sell like crazy. Or just because I like it doesn't mean it's going to sell, you know. Oh, yeah. My bundling partner has taught me that because I'd be like, She'd be like, we need to do this. And I'm like, really? She's like, yeah. <laughs> She's like, well, yeah. And then she goes on to explain it. And I'm like, really? <laughs> yep. So, uh, yes, same product page, just title change. Here's the big thing with Amazon. Big deal. Deborah had not, because this was, you know, another one of those Amazon things that's, you know, there's no announcement or anything like this because they don't think it's a big deal, right? We, according to Amazon, you are not allowed to change anything once you make a product page that's a bundle. 
Yeah, well. I'm, yeah, sort sort of. The wording is vague enough that, yeah. Yeah, well, there, you know. So, okay. And it used to be that I would just be like, well, you can't do anything about it. I mean, I would try. I'd try to go into my edit page and nothing would take and all that kind of stuff. I just go over to the help section and say, and they'll say, what do you want to change on the page and why? And I, of course, yep. as Charlene has taught, the, here's what I want to change. And the reason why is 95% of the time is to help Amazon customers find the products that they are looking for and give Oh, you customers- got it. Amazon buying experience or, you know, something yeah, along that line. Yeah, for the best customer and that's experience. It. I, yeah. I just need to, I need to type that out and just put it in a, in a document so I can just copy and paste it. Because that's the magic words to right. get Amazon to do things is it's for a better customer experience. Because um, they yeah. don't care about us as sellers. It's not about us. It's about their custom, the experience the customer has. And if you can convince them that making this change is a better customer experience, it'll zip right through. Right. So, and another thing uh, about icky bundles, <laughs> Angie, is that it could be a good bundle if we work on better pictures, better title, better bullet, better keywords, do some advertising, get some reviews, get some sales velocity going. It could be a fine bundle. We okay, just, say those again because you went through them really blah, fast and that's like the most important blah, blah, part. Blah, 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 blah. Did you get that? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so... so. If we change, the, make a better image, a better title, change the title, more better keywords, better bullet points, uh, do some advertising, do you know, get some sales, get some product reviews, get the sales rank down, you know, uh, structure the product. It doesn't mean bring it home. I mean, I try to do everything I can before I bring it home. Uh, structure the product towards. But we did this. We had a bundle that all of a sudden we we just I said you know I'm I'm seeing I I read every anything that I sell when you go into pending orders anything that I sell that looks like it is a gift right mm-hmm. uh, I go in and I open it and I read the con, the if there's a oh comment like a little or, message or, they like guess the, the gift message I read that mm-hmm. those are huge clues so. I said, you know, this product has sold in the last, you know, few weeks several times for this reason. This is what they're saying in their gift message. So we changed hmm. the, we added keywords, we changed the title. We didn't change anything else. We just we didn't advertise, we didn't do anything else. We just changed the title and put in keywords and that kind of stuff and boy, the sales just blew Interesting. Up. So mm-hmm. using those little gift messages can be um a clue. I've also found the reviews can be a clue as to why people bought something that can help you. Um, I, I, my favorite one is a, a husband bought something for a wife, and it was an expensive item. It was like a $300 item. And the gift message says, I have no idea what you use this for or why you want it, but I know it was on your list. Merry Christmas. You know, it's like, I love that. There you go. <laughs> So, so it doesn't really matter. 
So, for instance, the I was talking about the um, teacher superpower mug, right? Uh, if you go, not maybe not that product, but a product that you're like, there's a really popular product, and um, and that's in my I have knowledge about this. It's in my category or my niche or you know whatever, right? And uh, it has like 40 reviews. Go and read them. Read the bad ones. Mm-hmm. Read the bad ones that say uh, didn't do this or um, wish it would have wish had. It came with this or wish it was in that color or whatever. And start thinking about what you can do to the customers that have just said wish it did or didn't do and start doing that. Put that into your um into your product. Say, uh, I can I can do that product in, in you know, with this different color. Right? I can make Or I can or I can add the extra little thing that will allow it to do what they're asking. And if you find a product that is uh, very competitive or very, uh, you know, high sales rank, it mean, and I don't mean like 200 sales rank. I mean like, you know. 5,000. Yeah, because if you're, if you're competing, if you're going to try to bring in a product that's in the 200 sales rank, there's probably 50 of those. Mm-hmm. With all the yeah. labeling that's coming out, there's probably 50 of those. But if you're in like the 5,000 rank and you're looking at that and you're like, that could go with uh, this, you know, because it's in a category you're familiar with. That could go with this. I wonder if I could do that, you know, that kind of thing. Now, um, a, a years ago, uh, um, somebody... Uh, said was talking about bundles years ago when bundling was not a common word and said, well, you could put coffee with a coffee maker, which you can, right? But when I'm looking for a coffee maker, not necessarily... You're not looking for coffee. I'm not necessarily looking to spend an extra $30 for a coffee maker just because it comes with coffee. And in that kind of bundle, you have opened yourself to a problem with an item that expires with one that doesn't. Right. Oh, so that's oh, you that a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, so aware of Char- kind of, Charlene has a different viewpoint on that. I'm big in the grocery category. She can't stand the grocery category. That's right. So, that's right. Yeah. So, and there's nothing uh, wrong with it. It's just something to be aware of. You know, it's it's exactly right. You have to know. You have to know if you're sending in chocolate that you're going to have to remove it. You have to know if you're sending in something that with an expiration date. It, I we had to remove a whole bundle because of an expiration date. It was selling okay, but it had the expiration date on it, and we thought it would sell out at, at um, Christmas time. And it will sell. Uh, it was actually a teacher gift, and it didn't. And that taught us a lesson on how it sold okay. Do you know what I'm saying? It sold okay, mm-hmm. but not we send in way too many. So on the other hand, we had a Christmas gift item that we were making that we couldn't, we couldn't get them in fast enough. We couldn't get them in fast enough. But it was, 
after the holidays were over, of course, sales slowed down, and it wasn't teacher-related. So the one that had, they both have expiration dates, but the teacher one was expiring, and we had to hurry up, bring it, you know, in like March-ish, right? Mm-hmm. Hurry up, bring it home, and change it out, and get it back, get something else back in, because it's teacher stuff. Which now the other coming one, up now, you know, people yeah, are looking and forward again. One, right. And the other one, uh, which we just, you know, the volume was just nuts. We just couldn't buy and send in enough, right? We were, I mean, we hit the magic, that one, you know, and, and we made it in several, you know, now we've got like 10 different styles of it, right? Because it's so good. Um, it, it does, of course, right now it's slowing down. It's kind of a winter-ish looking, so it's slowing down. It still will sell because uh, it's cold somewhere, <laughs> but it's slowing down. But we've um, made them a Mother's Day gift and then and a t- and teacher gift, even though they don't have any, you know, there's there's nothing about them that's related to that. And then we'll just go back to after that to just, because yeah. it'll be starting to get into Q4 promotion then for products, you know, and it'll be a, a Thanksgiving yeah. thing and a Christmas thing and the cold weather again and all of that. The one thing I've learned about bundles is, though, just when you think you have it all figured out, you have to figure out something else. So don't think that that there's one surefire be-all, end-all thing. The one thing I really try to, yeah, I try to keep in my head first and foremost is are these putting these things together going to add value for the customer? Are they going to want them together? Or am I putting something in there just to try to keep someone off the listing? And two very different things. Like there was a brouhaha in a bunch of the groups last year because somebody had some themed bedding with whatever the hot thing for kids was at the time. And they had bedding that they got where, I don't know if it was Walmart, but where tons of other people could get the bedding. And so to make it a bundle to keep people off the listing, they put a sheet of stickers in with it. To me, that's not really adding value for the customer. You know, the sheet of stickers is not adding value for the bedding. So be careful of that kind of thing and look at it for the customer's eyes. Is it something that is value enough adds enough value to them and it doesn't right. value doesn't have to be expensive you know right. like my if i had if i can go to walmart and buy the sheet set i can sell it on a product on the product page that has 50 other sellers mm-hmm. for for 20 you know and i'm going to make two dollars mm-hmm. or or i'm selling it on my own product page with a sheet of stickers for for you know, $50. So I'm now I'm, you know, I, as a customer, I'm saying, well, that same sheet set is $29.95 over here and it's $49.95 over here, but I get a set of a sheet of stickers. They're going to go, heck no. Yeah, I'm going to spend 20 more dollars, right? Not. So yeah. None of that makes sense. I wouldn't sell it at all. <laughs> I wouldn't I agree, sell it I agree. at yeah. all unless I had um, that bundle I could do with like some really hard to find, but I know the source, curtains. I was just going to say curtains. Isn't that funny? 
right. or a, a or pillow a really hard the same theme. Or a pillow and the same theme, but hard to find and and really, you know, oh, so cute. Oh, that just makes it so cute, right? Yeah. Um, they will pay more for that. They'll pay another $20 because it has that pillow in it. And yeah, my grandma also sees it and says, "Oh, the grandkids are love this," you know. Right, and the and the the difference is that so you can get the bundle and you're selling it without the without the pillow, and you're selling it with all these other sellers. You're you know you're not making any money off of it. The one that has the pillow may may not sell nearly as fast, but when you do, you're making twenty bucks on it, right? Mm-hmm. So you might selling five or ten a month and making a dollar or two dollars because of the competition and the fees, of course, because nothing of that is easy to ship or store or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm making two dollars or I'm selling one a month. I've only sent in three. I'm selling one a month or two or whatever. I send in one a month, right? I send in one a month because I sell one a month. But every time yeah, I, I send one in, but I make twenty dollars. I'd so, rather be that person. Yeah, because it's just one of those no-brainer things. I know, okay, I can go over here and I can get that pillow, and I go over here and I get these sheets, and I just send it in with my next shipment. And I know I'll send one, sell one or two a month. And, and I do that all the time. And then during the holidays, I have things that I sell that I make, you know, they sell for $170, and I make... Fifty to sixty dollars on it during the holidays. I've got to have like I still haven't come up with the magic number. Um, this year, I thought, well, I'll send in twenty of them and, for the holidays, right? And and I'll and I'll have enough to last. No, <laughs> last year, the year before was ten. This year was twenty. Obviously, it's got to be more like thirty, <laughs> but. I'm the only seller. And during the year, I sell, sometimes I sell like five a month and sometimes I sell one a month. It's just, it's one of those go figure things, right? Yeah, and, and Angie makes a point I'd want to bring up. She asked if, if we consider one a month a successful bundle. In many cases, I do. Yeah. I'm, and it sounds like you do too. Yeah. One a month. There you go. So, yep. Because sometimes the margin's big enough. If, if there's, if it's, yeah, if the margins are big enough, and I mean, and and it doesn't have to be the margins aren't aren't as. I mean, I have some that are like a thousand percent, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> or something. And the and but something that this one that sells for one hundred and sixty nine, the margins are are under a hundred, or you know, they're your cost is under. My cost is is. You know, I have to spend $80 to make 50 or $60, right? But one a month is, is a 50 or $60 bill. So absolutely. once it's done and built and the listing is done, it, you can well, just do it. go along your merry way. Right, and send it in, right. And for 50 or $60, absolutely. And yeah, then during too. the holidays, like I said, I sell a ton more, you know, like, Five or ten thousand dollars worth, absolutely, it's worth it. But to have them in there all year long, yes. And yeah, because uh, the initial work is the hardest of finding the stuff and building the bundle. Once it's built, if your margins are good and you sell one a month, then there's it's not a hassle. 
I will do that with dozens of bundles because it will add up, you know. Angie, you're too funny. <laughs> yeah, so we made her. We made now you can't say icky anymore. They're not icky. Yeah, and I said they're just information, information because she has some icky bundles <laughs> that can sell once a month. If the margins are there, yes, I have some party supply bundles that I they'll sit there for a month and won't sell, and then I'll sell four, and I, I make some- like. Same thing. Twenty, yeah. I make like twenty dollars when I sell it on each one. So yes, because when they all sell, I've made you know eighty or a hundred dollars. And yes, but they can sit there forever. And I'm just annoyed because I know I'm paying storage fees and all that kind of stuff. But when I sell it, I'm like, yes, I got to order more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. So don't think that bundles have to be ones that fly off the shelves, you know, 10 a day. If you have enough creative bundles. That's that's why people have this disconnect with some of the ways you and I are talking. It's because uh, a lot of the very popular people who talk about selling on Amazon, that's a different way of thinking. Yeah, and we're the the long-term business builders. That's not a successful product to have. If you can't sell it in a month, or if you're only selling one a month, it's not worth your time. I I am not that person. I'm, Me I'm more. I'm more than happy to make twenty, forty, fifty, sixty dollars on one product if it only sells once a month. I'm more than happy to do that. Right, but but you and I both are not um, um, the kind who will do that for a dollar of profit. You know, it's or it's a balance, and yeah, or like, even five, yeah. I, I'm I'm not opposed to making five dollars per product if I'm selling a lot of them. I have I have a bundle. I have a bundle that I not just one, but I mean I have this one bundle that sells like it it goes it gets up to six or ten a day, and I make five dollars a piece. And I just you know even if i even if i only made 4 dollars a piece i think i would still do it and there's a couple of them that i'm like oh i hate doing this but it's cuz it's only like 3 dollars a piece right but i sell like 20 a day <laughs> so mm-hmm. uh yeah i've got and i get I've a, got some feeding needles not, i'm not, but also Charlene, i'm also not one of those people that i will worry that i have to have them in all the time I don't sit there and say the, those that are those things that are making me two dollars. I'm not gonna uh, even though I sell that many can can sell that many a day. There there's a competitor on there on that listing. So here, here's another key. So there's a competitor on that listing and they never seem to run out. Um, but so the the sales rank doesn't ever vary. They're always mm-hmm. selling. So the just because I haven't gotten mine in, the sales rank doesn't drop down to like, you know, gajillions, you know, 100,000 mm-hmm. rank. Still in like the 2,000 rank when I get around to ordering a bunch more and sending a bunch in. And and I don't do that all the time. I'll do it when I'm like, okay, I can do that, right? And they only cost me like, I think they cost me a dollar fifty a piece to make but it's a bundle so i have it's not you know order it's it time to label on. More, yeah yeah i have to actually 
take one thing and put it in another thing and then, you know, so it's a little bit of time thing. So, but it, it makes me, you know, I like the, I guess I like the, the, the thing I, I like having a product that sells that much, even if I'm only making $2, I like every once in a while just seeing that pending page blow up. Maybe that's why I do it. <laughs> that's okay, I want very answer, good. I want to answer one question from Wendy, and then we're going to have to start wrapping up because um, we're kind of over time. Um, and we have some stuff to give away and some other stuff to talk about. Wendy, when I talk about bundles that keep others out, doing adding anything, like I said, a nice comb if you're selling an expensive hairbrush or um, – uh, a nice pen because you're selling a leather-bound journal. Anything that would be complementary to that product will work. And the average Amazon seller is lazy, and they're not going to go find that pen to put with the journals they found to get on your listing. Some, someone will, but the average seller won't. So just right. looking at complementary items that you think, you know, Mrs. Smith will go into the store to get a journal, you know, because she, she writes in her journal every day, and she may see a nice pen that goes with it there and buy them together. Your job is to kind of think about what Mrs. Smith would do when she went in to buy that journal, you know. She may, she may um, it may be a small journal that's like for a month, and she may buy three at a time, and you could put three and make a multi-pack of them that right. way, which would be a bit different. So, And here's another of, thing, Wendy. Here's another thing, Wendy is that when I started this whole idea of, well, I'm going to put this in a case or I'm going to put this in a gift box, you know, a case meaning a, a case that holds a specific tool or a container that holds something, right? Um, very inexpensive. We're talking about, a, you know, I spend a dollar on a gift box or a container or I'll spend 50 cents on a gift box or whatever, right? And I thought, well, this will keep people off for a while, right? Okay, the ones I did like that, my, I mean, that's why I continue to do that because the ones I did like that over two years ago still don't have any competition except for my bundling partner now. So, <laughs> well, she's allowed. Well, yeah, she's allowed. But uh, that's it. I don't. Ha- I wouldn't if she wasn't on some of those listings. I wouldn't have any co- competition. So um, yeah. So it's it's not. I don't. It's because it's, it's the hard, effort. But they have to take effort. Right, exactly. It, it, it takes, people are basically lazy. Yeah. So our so job is I to guess, be, make it hard for them to just flop along and, and get on a listing. If they have to go find that pin or find the nice uh, tortoiseshell comb or find whatever it is you're adding, the odds are the majority of sellers are not going to go to the trouble. They aren't. Um, they may be doing retail arbitrage and don't even know how to wholesale source stuff. So you've, you've gotten rid of a ton of them there just by that simple step. Um, so, um, so, yeah, it doesn't have to be something no. you make or something you do. Complimentary no. items. Just, just put yeah. yourself in Mrs. Smith's shoes, and when she goes in the store to buy whatever it is, what would she buy with it? Um, I'm, I, I, Wendy gave me a gorgeous umbrella last year, um, and so it just popped into my head. Like that umbrella with a journal by the same artist because it's an umbrella that a, it, a certain well-known artist did. You could put a journal that went with that umbrella because the person obviously likes that artist. Or um, right. a scarf that, that coordinates or rain boots or whatever, that kind of thing. You just have yeah. to kind of 
be a little um it, it's more to me it's more thinking than anything it's just yeah. sitting around thinking about it you know right. and then once you think about it getting on the web and just spending hours poking around so That's so right. you know getting getting rid of competition that that is lazy that's the first step. Um, and then, you know, bundling is a process. I don't expect anybody to be able to jump in. We have been doing this for years now. Um, and we both started very simply um, in doing it and have become more adept and different, um, thing, different ways of thinking about it. But in the beginning, just start simple. You don't need to do Deborah's 21-item bundle. Um, oh, you don't need please, to write don't. articles. If you're not a writer yeah. or don't want, don't don't even go there. Think of complimentary items to put together. You know, um, That's exactly it. So and and um, wait, I showed I showed um, in one of my training videos in my group um, just some stuff, uh, really nice stuff. This is going to sound weird, but because people are like, really, and I was like, yeah, at the dollar store, sometimes they have this really nice stuff, and. You could buy it all online in quantity, right? Um, you could buy 12 of each of these three things. And I said, and they all went together. They were all, they all had the same hummingbird on them, right? So it's a gardening-type mm-hmm. spring-themed thing, right? And then go to another store like Michael's or Walmart or Target or online or whatever and find something else complimentary that has a hummingbird on it. it doesn't have to be the same one that has a hummingbird on it or a hummingbird poem or, you know, whatever you want to do, right? Um, and put that with it and make that just so that somebody can't just, because I see lots of bundles that I can jump on on Amazon that are dollar store items. I, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I was in the dollar store and I saw those, so I know I can go and I can get that, that, and that. And so somebody's created that listing and I can compete with them easily. But if there was something else in that bundle that I can't find at the dollar store, it's like, where did they get that? Okay, yeah, that's going yeah, to be hard, right? So now you won't have any competition because no, I could sit there. If I found that bundle, if I personally, somebody else had created that bundle, and I was researching and I saw that bundle, I probably could <clears throat> Google that, you know, start putting in some search terms and, and look it, yeah. and find it. I probably could find it unless it was really hard to find. But I'm smarter than, you know, the average just person. on it's, top of my shoulder. So <laughs> Yeah. I mean the average the average person is not gonna do that and that's that's where we start, you know, with bundling. So Deborah has talked a, a couple times here about her group. Um, she has a private group that does bun, bun it's about bundling. That's that's its reason for being um, is bundling. Um, and when I was talking to her about you know getting more into this, I mean look at that we're almost two hours into this podcast. I know. And so we're, sorry. We're just no 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 we've only touched the surface because there's so much. Um, oh my so Deborah gosh. does have this group. And she offered a big discount to people who are listening here if they want to join the group. So that's the first thing. And um, Deborah, do you want to talk about the giveaway first, and I'll put the link in for the group, or which way do you want to do this? Okay, so those of you that are on the call today, I have – it's included in the, um, the uh, uh, bundling uh, mastermind, but uh, – 
for those of you who don't participate in um, the Mastermind group, I am giving you the Bundle Basics and Advanced Strategy Guide. For uh, Some of you may already have it, but if you don't, I'm giving you a copy of that. Um, and it, it sells for in the region of like $70, $60, something like that? It's 67 right now. 67 so, yeah, hey, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so that's um, huge. And I wrote a, is my chapter still in it? Yeah. Uh, the artist yeah, chapter? So. Yeah, I think yeah so. so I wrote a chapter. I can't remember. Anyway, yeah. um, and uh, just so you all know, I'll be sending you a, a, a – you have to go in through uh, – because it's video, it's not just a guide. It's not just a download. It's videos and, and all that kind of stuff. So you have to get into um, my uh, membership site. It's not You're not a member of the group, but you're in the membership site so that you can get to that page and see all of those videos and that kind of thing. So right. it'll and take you a whole day. It would take sit down and take a, an entire day of just focused time and go through all of the videos and the guide and make some notes. And uh, that is, is not about specifically about like what we're talking about um, with the gifts and that kind of thing, but it really hones in on the idea of uh, a tool in a container or a you know that kind of thing. Those very Thinking simple ideas, um, and so then the I'm stuff that do... I talked to you about on the call, the stuff I talked to you about on the call today about um, thinking about things and you know instead of uh, if if you build it they will come. Actually, thinking about your niche and and what will sell will will take you a long long way. So I will give Deborah everybody's information that has been on the call, and then she will get the links and all that. We'll get all that. Absolutely. It may not be immediate. Yeah, so, so that's yeah. the first thing. So you get the $67 book for listening in, and it is a great start. Uh, like Deborah said, all day, just just sit down and you know schedule yourself an hour a day to review the, and go through the whole thing front to back, and your right. mind will go, you'll go crazy. So that's the first right. part. The second part is Deborah's mastermind group, all right. about bundling. And I'm going to put the link in the chat room. So we are just finishing up with the um, first mastermind group I had, which was the spring group, which took us through um, Valentine's Day and Easter and Mother's Day and all that. And now uh, we we're, uh, have opened up the summer group which uh, takes us into Father's Day um, where uh, teachers and graduation stuff, um, patriotic stuff, um, and then we'll be dipping into some back-to-school stuff. And uh, I do several things with this. There's um, training. There's a monthly Q&A call um, where you can get on. Uh, it's a webinar, but you can also get on and ask questions. Um, I do research. I do keyword research. I give you keywords for specific times of the year. I give you a list of keywords. Um, I do. I do a lot of stuff on the fly. If I'm if I'm like, oh, I found all this stuff in my research, I'll do a video and just pop it in there. Um, I also offer uh, one on one. So when you're joining the group, you um, become a friend on Facebook, and then <clears throat> you can PM me if you don't want to ask questions about specific bundles in the group, 
then you can uh, private message me and we can discuss bundles, uh, your bundle ideas or your bundle uh, listing and, I, and, and start giving you some ideas on, on tweaking your listings to make them better or what you can do to sell them, that kind of thing. So I offer that, which I was not going to do, but it's become a necessity. And, and I think it's a huge selling point that sets you apart too. It 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 really um, you know I thought I I was worried about doing it because I thought uh, oh that's going to just take up so much of my time, but everybody in the spring group was so awesome and they just they knew they knew what they were getting, and they they just asked very focused questions and um, and knew that if I didn't get back to them right away that it wasn't because you know I'd either missed it or. or yeah. Um, or it was, it was because I was, you know, <laughs> I was, yeah, I was processing or doing something else, yeah. So, so and I'm, offering... I'm pretty proactive on if you have um, a really big stumbling block that I'll, I'll do, you know, I, I'm assuming Research. that if you're having that stumbling block that other people are too, and I'll do you know, a video and research and, and, and get you over it. Um, this season, which we didn't do last last one, is we're going to um, do a, a tutu- an entire tutorial about best pictures and, and how editing and all that kind of stuff. Um, so we're going to have that in there this, year, this, this, uh, this group. So um, I keep in, enlarging it. And last group was only 100. I've opened it up. So that I can get two, I knew I knew I can handle 200. I've opened it up so I can get 200 in. I'm not sure it's going to get that big, but um, don't worry that it's it's just going to be so big that it's everybody knows your business because nobody the way it worked, nobody knew what your business was. So, but um, sort of like one of the questions in here was about gift boxes. We went extensively into all the different kinds of gift gift boxing alternatives and where to find boxes and that kind of thing. And, and I do, I do also, um, which you're in a group where you're already in a group where with wholesaling that you don't have this problem, but with, um, some of the other people that are not in your group, they had a problem like figuring out, you know, what to pay for stuff. Cause they were trying, they were, you know, I recommend, that you start doing some bundles with retail arbitrage with the thought that if it ends up being a good bundle that you'll go into finding it cheaper. So you might accept a lower um, return uh, on a bundle to test three or five to see if you can get them to sell well and then start, you know, then go out and look for it to buy in in more quantities. Right. So So you're offering because you're already in – you're already in the wholesale group, so you already have a leg up there. <laughs> right. So you're offering us a hundred dollar discount off this. Is that correct? Yes. It's a. Yay. It's, it's three hundred ninety nine. It's a four month group, so it's um, less than a hundred dollars a month. Well, with the hundred dollar discount, it comes down significantly for that. And it does. It is. A, it, I'm in there and working on stuff in the entire four months. Awesome. That's awesome. Deborah, I hate uh, to cut the, the call cut, short, the, but Tosh yeah. is going to kick coupon, us off. The coupon code is summer, summer 100. Uh, 100, all one word. Um, capitalize the S, probably. And uh, um, 
oh, there was something else. Oh, and it's open until the end. Uh, I'm taking uh, members until the end of April or the first 200, whichever comes first. After the end of April, I'm not. I'm just going to close it off because we're going to get started, and and you won't be able to keep up, catch up. Catch up. So, yeah. yeah. And oh. there's a lot. Once you when you join, there's already a bunch of stuff already in there that's not in the basic bundle guide. All, already stuff in there about um, seasonal bundles and and all kinds of stuff. So and okay. I also, I, I'm I'm going to have to cut you off. Okay. I'm going to put in one thing because Talkshoe will cut us off. Jordan is yeah. in your spring group and says it's fantastic, very strong. So that's like from the horse's mouth, somebody in it. I want to thank you so much for sharing two hours of knowledge about bundling. This was awesome, and I'm going to ask you to come back soon so we can talk more details about it. And I want to thank yeah, everybody. Of course, I will always talk to you, Charlene. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And thank you, everybody, for hanging in. Um, for two hours of talk about this. Um, I really, really appreciate it. We will get the information to you about your freebie, and the, I, I will put the link in the, in the Facebook group, the private group, about the offer Devers making also. Nobody who was not on the call has a chance to get the freebie. It's only you who listen. But everybody in the group can be a part of her um, discounted um, uh, mastermind group. So just want to let you know where that's. So we're going to be back at the same time two weeks from now. We have a really exciting topic, but I'm going to keep you in the dark about it. Thank you for hanging in there. And Deborah, thank you so much. We're going to have to do this again really, really soon. Thanks, Charlene. Talk to you all soon. Bye-bye, everybody. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.